Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Well, well, I'm happy to confirm that uh, members of the planning team and the district manager did a walk around Wexford Town and that they have identified six properties to prioritise. So in terms of those six properties, they're going to engage with the the owners of the properties and if the owners don't step up to do what they should do which is look after their properties for all of us in terms of the, vis- the visual aspect that the council can start using the dereliction act against them yeah and that's just one area but have there been improvements elsewhere within the county because i know we had a healthy discussion about e-bikes and scooters etc and this is something that you do welcome the e-bikes. oh alan there's, there's like there's lots of positives in the county so it's not to downplay the positives we are a great county but ultimately there are certain things and like we have a big event coming next year but i'm very much about the present and if you have property owners that have properties that they're allowing to fall into dereliction we have to we have to address those but in terms of the positives yes we have an e-bike scheme coming in you know the town is looking well we have a lot of positive things to look forward to next year but we have to look after the local stuff and we have to like the, the stuff that we can do that the council have powers over we have to ensure that we do everything as a council to enforce the powers that we have now you were there in studio with me and you heard ray griffin close quarters speak to me yeah. in relation to the ida and the shocking lack of investment in wexford mm. you've raised the issue at council chambers today what is your reaction to what you've raised and why did you raise and uh, um, i mean what would you like to see happen going forward well, really, directly, what I want to see is greater inward investment from an IDA perspective. We are continually under the national average. And yes, people might say, well, it's obvious that it would go to places like Dublin, but places like the Midlands are batting way higher than us. So I believe that it's just there is something systemic within the IDA that they're not prioritised in the southeast. I made a joke of the fact that I could do the belief that we're just somewhere for golf golf uh, games of golf and walks on beaches but like when you see the the lack of jobs like in terms of the national average we have five thousand less jobs and like we want to keep our young people here and ida jobs are well-paid jobs so like we want to keep that piece in terms of like we're with the great news of setu campus hopefully it's going to be built in the next number of years we want to see the graduates from these colleges staying in wexford because many of them would want to stay in wexford wexford is an amazing place to live wexford town in itself is utterly amazing as well but like, if the jobs aren't there, the well-paid jobs that many of these graduates would be going into, if they're not here, they will leave. So we, we need to give them the best opportunity. Some will want to leave, but many will want to stay. And if the idea aren't stepping up in terms of bringing jobs to Wexford, and I do believe the council is trying, but I do believe, and this is something that our national legislators, I do believe our TDs need to step up, up on this. They need to be talking about this continually. They need to be pushing this as something that's important for the people of Wexford. And, it's, and especially in terms of the in terms of our uh, government TDs, so we do have two government TDs here in Wexford. So it would be really interesting. I know none of them are from Wexford Town, for example, but it would be interesting to see if it's something that right. what their view on it is and what they're actually doing about it. This is the reality for people on the ground. We have a cost of living crisis. We need to have well-paid jobs in County Wexford. Well, you put it to the executive today, and the response was that they would invite the IDA down. Yep. It will be interesting to see if they come. Do you think they will? Well, I'm going to be following up on this until I get an answer, because, yes, it was said that they would ask them. If, if I don't get a response in the next number of weeks before the next meeting, I will highlight this again as an issue that I believe they need. We need to get answers. We need to know why, because like, let's work in partnership. If there's something the council can do, which I believe the council is doing their bit, but if there's something the council can do, let's do it. Mm. But ultimately, we have to see those jobs coming to Wexford. We have very capable people at the top table here in County Wexford. I believe that they are. 
But as I said, I think the national picture has to be something that has to feed into that. So it's it's duty upon me to ensure that we highlight these things. And that's what I would hope our national legislators, our five TDs, would work in unison on this to ensure that they get a result for Wexford. Jack Sarones, you've uh, stepped in to talk to me as well. You you were very concerned about Murphy Floods. Uh, Murphy Floods is a long, long time. Um, excuses the whole time. We did not know we owned it. It is a nice store in the middle of our town. The timber has fallen off onto the ground you look at it today. It is has to be done, cleaned up, and make a nice front on it. And the building that's going on to it, I would have loved to see the hotel going back, but it's not going back. There are 18 departments going into it. There's a library going to it. There's car parking spaces, public toilets. But let's get on and do it. Let's don't leave it there. Let's get it done. It's, it's there long enough now, 2005. And it's an eyesore for, for a long time now, and I hope it get done as soon as possible. You also raised the issue about one social house built in 2022, 643 on the housing application list. Well, you, you, you put it to the top table, you got a response. Were you happy with the response? No, I wasn't happy with the response. I asked a question, I didn't get an answer. How many other districts of, Innes- or of this county had one house built only? I mean, so we've got 643 housing applicants. I'm a far- former housing applicant, and we have people living in our boxes today. Right, mm-hmm. I was in a house on Friday when a young a mother and a daughter was crying because mm-hmm. you have nowhere to go, and you have to look at that situation. And we have to build houses. If you don't build houses, how are we going to get them down? How are we going to get the list down at six hundred forty-three if you build one? And not only that, it's not finished yet. Mm-hmm. This one house that is not good enough. Right. Okay. So I mean, vacant houses is vacant the other issue you followed up there. Vacant well. houses is about sixteen vacant houses. We have one. Uh, we've won for about six years out in Marley. Now this is to me a lovely roof on it, windows. But they tells me at the council meeting they're going to knock it. Why are they going to knock a house and we have people crying out for houses? I do not know. It don't make sense to me. Find it very frustrating. Uh, not frustrating. Uh, I find it as uh, as elected member, my job is to represent the people of Inniscarty District. I don't pull punches, as you know yourself. I call a spade a spade, and that's what I'm elected for. Yeah, and let's go back to something that you and I actually travelled the streets of Enniscorn together. Uh, and you came up with a little anecdote today. You said mm. you, you want to play hopscotch around certain streets in Enniscorty because of the dog foul. How bad has it got again? It's terrible. Actually? Everywhere is terrible on both sides of the town. It's, gone, it's terrible, right? Uh, you ha- you, our schools, chapels, p- shops, everywhere. We've got to do something about that. People are walking into the middle of it, having on their, children going to school have it. You have to stop this. Mm-hmm. And it's not a big job to carry a bag in your, ba- in your pocket. Right. It's not a big job to carry it and then bring it put in the bin. 95% of the people are doing this, but there's some not doing it. And it's destroying the rest of the town. We campaigned for the toilet in Vinegar Hill. You're now talking about a monument as well. This time, is the toilet still working? The toilet's still working, far as I know, but the monument on Vinegar Hill is there for many, many years. And Terry Canavan rang me this morning. Jackson said to me, I'm up looking at it. You can't see any names on it. Hmm. It's just gone so dark. Sure, and like, Surely that can be done. Surely that can be done. And in gold... It has to be gold. People looked at Easter Lou Meal and I and heard they had to go into it to see who was on it. Mm-hmm. That is not good enough. This is one of the biggest tourist tracks in Ireland. And it's people in it seven days a week, seven nights a week. And they look at the monument, see what's on it, and they can't read it. Councillor Jar Carthy now joins. Jar speeding, roadways, uh, Larkins Cross will be mentioned quite a lot. And also uh, it's to gold, isn't it? Yeah, to gold. Uh, I've long advocated that. The heavy goods vehicles are speeding through the village of, K- of Tagot. 
uh, that's been proven correct as of this morning. Uh, 40% of the trucks at 40 six tonnes each are breaking the speed limit going through to go now there was a robust exchange with myself and uh, and indeed the chief executive uh, the acting chief executive the, the acting chief executive Eamon Hoare now this isn't personal this is about protecting and mitigating uh, against you know fatalities and, and people that may end up with serious injuries from 46 tonne trucks flying through to God Village I'm not happy with it I asked them for what are we going to do about it and the, you know, the exchanges you can see yourself was robust enough but I'm about delivery and something has to be done about it I mean uh, Larkin's Cross was also mentioned but let's just focus in on to gold have you have been called out in your role as a paramedic to this area has it led to accidents yes it has uh, thankfully not fatal um, but it's going to happen because I've witnessed it myself I've seen trucks locking up there when people are coming off the junction of Ladies Island and uh, it, it's not good enough, it's not safe, and we as a county council have a duty of care to help and right. protect the so people what are you that area. For? What, what do you want? TII, uh, Transport Infrastructure Ireland and Wexford County Council are, have to go on, are going to have to get together and they're going to have to try and calm this, the, the trucks going through that village. And on Garda Shea can have a, a place in this to enforce the road safety legislation right. and indeed the, the speeding. So there's a joint up venture that needs to be done here. As we alluded to Larkin's Cross, a deadly dangerous junction, we got all the statistics about what hadn't happened there and how many U-turns were done but you know yeah. like I've come I, across I, again as a paramedic Larkin's Cross plenty of it Alan I've been there on nights of fatalities there's a call for a roundabout there isn't there yeah and I think you know 1.5 million was in a plan here in 2017 yeah. to the 2017 to 22 plan uh, for 1.5 million that has disappeared yeah. I asked why that's disappeared uh, I was told by the acting chief executive that um, TII are not interested in it anymore but look at let's be fair there should have never been a junction there there was a council here years ago that forced that junction to be installed when that road was being done the original junction right. was to be back at Barntown and you know we've all seen the fruits of that do you think a roundabout will work yeah, I think it'll, it'll certainly mitigate against the, the danger that is there and has been there for a number of years. Uh, what's 1.5 million? The chief executive said to me that 3 million overspend on Minrain Park was okay. So what's 1.5 million for a roundabout to keep the people safe on the, on the Ross and uh, on the Ross leave road? leave that one hanging. What do you mean a 3 million euro? Uh, yeah, I, question, I questioned the, the capital plan is it was to, for there for adoption. And again, it's the acting chief executive. Yeah, the acting it? chief executive. Uh, it, it's very simple. Minrain Park was in our economic plan in 2007 for 2.5 million uh, the current spend on is 5.4 million I asked why there was 3 million of an overspend and the acting chief executive said he was happy enough with it uh, those things happen it's a, it's a fine facility which it is but like 3 million is a lot of money Al Southeast Radio's morning mix chat, news and your views